Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Low Man, and I'm super excited that you chose to tune into the podcast today. The world according to Low. Shout out to the Patreon nation that make this thing happen. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it, man. Today's episode of The World According to Low. Hey, what's good? It's your boy, Low Man, and we are back for another episode of The World According to Low. And I'm super excited to have today's guest. Man, guess what? Her first role into service and ministry was actually in the choir. But guess what? That doesn't define who she is. She also is currently working on a Zoom dating platform where people from all walks of life can get to know each other and hopefully find their significant other. But guess what? I'm not done. She has also been featured in Essence and all manner of things because she's one of the best stylists you can ever find on the face of the earth. I want you to put your hands together and welcome to the podcast, my home me, friend, all of the above, <laughs> Google Atkins. Hey, Goo. Hello. Hi. Thank you for coming to the podcast today. I'm so excited of that course. you're here. So tell her, man, yeah. what's going on with you? How you doing? Um, I am doing really, really good. Yeah. Making it, you know, during all this stuff that's going on, managing, I'm doing very well. Now, for those who don't know, I was telling Goo before the show that we actually met around 2005, 2006, and that was in the wake of Katrina. And it's kind of funny that right now we're back having conversations and kicking right. it on the podcast in the midst of a pandemic. So right, right. Uh, we're going to try to make sure that our meetings and our times and talks aren't around like, you know. Yeah, these tragic moments <laughs> these in global yeah. <laughs> moments. Yeah. Uh, so today um I asked you to come on if you follow the podcast the podcast is simply a place where I like creatives to come to be poured into to help restart your uh, or recharge your process for you to go out and continue on to be the best creative you can and um you know, we talked a little bit about this, Goo, about you coming on. It's because the discussion about fashion and style is definitely one that we as a culture need to really embrace more, uh, especially now where job opportunity and so many things are being yeah. shifted. Uh, but let's start at the beginning. How did you get into fashion? I got into fashion because I grew up um, as a plus size little girl, not when I was younger, younger, but when I got around. 13 or so, you know, that's when I started, you know, developing and, yeah. you know, was a plus size, you know, little girl. And um, I would have to wear these hand-me-downs and I didn't want to wear hand-me-downs. And so uh, I would be like, well, I want to wear what I want to wear. Like, you know, some of I, some of it was I wanted to wear what my friends wore, but another part of it was I don't want to wear that. Like, I want to choose what I want to wear, yeah. you know, and I didn't have those options because we didn't have very much. So that just kind of got my creative juices to flowing. And believe it or not, I feel like every time I've grown, uh, with the exception of maybe the last five or six years, whatever, every transition I made or every every time I moved into something was because there was a need. And then I got creative and made it happen. Not until I actually stopped styling about three years ago, I've been cutting back because I want to pursue other things. So I haven't been taking on new clients. And so I do post me in fashion on my page, but I don't post myself styling people because that sends a message that, oh, she's still styling. 
Yeah. Even though, you know, my regulars, they still. <laughs> but anyway, uh, every time I, I transitioned to something else, it was from uh, a need. When I came into the entertainment world, it was because I wanted to. And that was about just about 20 years ago, about 20 years ago. Yeah. So and then when I came and then just recently when I transitioned out of being a stylist and that was uh that was that was intentional because it was something I wanted to do. So a lot of the stuff that I, I did was because it, it was a, it was a need. There was you know when I was a little girl there wasn't a lot of options and I wanted to wear what I wanted to wear. So I would go and I would retreat and I would I would design clothes. I didn't realize that I was designing at the time. I would just draw pictures and I would say that um, one of the local uh, gentlemen that I knew that sold. I would say oh he's gonna I'm gonna his, Sir Algernon he's a uh, pretty popular. Yep. Um, I would say, oh, I'm going to have Al make this for me. You know, I'm going to have him make this for me. You know, I would draw these clothes, but I didn't realize at the time I was designing, but it was from a place of, I saw it in my head, but I didn't like see it in the world. Wow. So now this, that is incredible because that is a gift. Most of us just do not have. Matter yeah. of fact, um, I look in my closet with dread every day because I'm like, <laughs> uh, I wish I could just see fashion the way you, you know, people like yourself mm -hmm. can just piece together things. Because actually, you've always been creating since I've met you. Uh, when you first, when I first met you, you were customizing jewelry. You had these mm -hmm. amazing bracelets and mm -hmm. all these amazing things that you mm -hmm. were putting together. And you, I don't think you realize that helped me believe more into being an entrepreneur because you were selling, you were making, creating, making, and selling your own mm -hmm. product. And I remember mm -hmm. I was, when you came down to the event that um, I had you, you know, you were down at, uh, someone was asking, what store can I get this in? And you said, oh, no, no, no. This is a one of a kind. Like, you won't find this bracelet <laughs> anywhere else. And um, as just as a per like as a young, because I think I was maybe 20, like early 20s when I, I came across and I met you then. But mm -hmm. I want because now you see a lot of people saying, I want to be a designer. I want to be a style. You know, I want to do all these things. I want to start a line. But I've seen you consistently grow for over 10, 12 years. And a lot of people don't see the work that goes behind the scenes that you do. They see the outcomes mm. of what you do. So yeah. could you speak to someone about the, like, how do they start? What's a good way to start? Um, well, look good, number one. Um, and, and looking good and lo having a polished look, because even when I was a background singer, you didn't mention that, but I used to be a background. At the time that you and I met, yeah. I was singing background. And I think it's more like 14. You keep saying 10, 12. It's more like 14. 15, it is like 14, 15. So. <laughs> I was trying to make a sound so. young ago. <laughs> but um, but I've, I've always liked to look polished. You know, I always like to be creative, you know, with my look. I would always like to take time and just, you know, look my best. And, um, and I, I think that, I think that, uh, you know, when you're polished, whatever you do, people believe you. You look like something. You look like you took time and you put something together. They would ask me when I was singing background, are you the manager? Just because of the way I look, you know, when I go into places now, people respond to me. They look at me first if I'm dressed up. Yeah. I ain't 
dressed up, you know, because sometimes I'd be a little thrown off, you know. But you, you still know, be when fly I'm though. And I'm in my thank you in my you know makeup and all that. I notice people respond um, different to me. But I but in, to answer your question, how do people get started? My first thing would be to look good, and then um, you know make sure that you aren't like hype. You know, make sure you're not, oh, what Rihanna wearing? Okay, I'm going to go wear that. Okay, what LMA wearing? Okay, I'm going to go wear that. Okay, what Beyonce do? Like, no, like, you know, it, it's it's fine to go through magazine and comb through things and, and see, you know, what's hot out there. But just to get inspiration to see which one you connect with. But don't feel like I have to have this name brand. It has to be this or it's not cute. You know, you have to find something. You have to even look at other celebrities outside of pop culture, people who are shaped like you, the same complexion as you, the same height as you, and then follow uh, some of the things that they're, the trends that they're following. And that will work for you. If someone who does what you do and they're very popular, if there's a very popular person in politics, a very popular accountant, a very popular, you know, who you can see, oh, okay, that's how they do corporate looks. You know what I mean? Or uh, uh, someone who is your size or your complexion or your height, see how they do it. Someone that's visible who has a lot of pictures on social media, you can pattern yourself after um, those people. Again, don't follow them. Don't copy off of them unless you have to. If you got a copy, child, copy. But I don't want, I don't like when people feel like they have to do that in order to, uh, and then when they do that, it's like, I'm fashionable. See, because I did what Google did. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't, I never want anyone to do that. And I, I and, and so, um, so don't fall into that trap. Don't fall into the hype of things like, oh, this brand, that brand, that's hype. Like, don't fall into that. Um, make sure, you know, it's, it's an expression of how you feel about yourself, you know? And so. Um, so look good is the main thing. Make sure your intentions and your motives behind what you're doing are all from a place of love and not, I'm trying to be validated or I'm trying to be perceived a certain uh, way or, or uh, it's one thing to want to look your best, but it's another thing to uh, be working on the outside and not on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Like trick people yeah. into thinking that you're confident, trick them into thinking that you're blah, blah, blah. You want to actually be uh, uh, confident. You want to actually be competent. You actually, you know, want to be good at what you do. And on top of that, I have a polished image. So, um, but more specifically, you know, social media is extremely helpful. I did not have a lot of social media for much of my career in the building phase that the, uh, the areas that you were talking about that people didn't see, you know, mm -hmm. the time I put in years and they think now all she got to do is post a picture. They don't realize that's an 18 year career yeah. um, that warrants me the right to say, this is what you should work. You know what I'm saying? I'm a trusted name because of the years I've put in. And so they're wondering why they, you know, push a button. It don't work that way. Well, you got to do the work too. You have to establish a rapport with people. So, um, but I would say use social media, look good, try to put out as many uh, versatile and diverse uh, looks as possible. Don't necessarily follow the trends because really the, the entertainment industry does not make up the whole world. Accountants don't want to look like Beyonce. Wow. You may have some. That's you know good. what I'm saying? That's like, good. You know, moms don't necessarily want to walk down the street with a train that, you know, maybe for her special occasion. But if someone just wants a mommy makeover, just make them look nice. And you have to know these things. But if all you've been eating is Versace and Balenciaga and Christian Dior, if, you, if that's all you've been feeding yourself, then you're not going to be even knowledgeable of what mommies wear. You know right. what I'm saying? Or, or what to do with this body type or how to dress this person. So get familiar with the things that really matter, uh, meaning familiarize yourself with more than just studying pop culture and copying off of them because people have 60th birthday parties, they have retirement parties, they have baby showers, they have christenings, they have, you know, all sorts of court dates. They have all sorts of things that they want to be um, dressed for and uh, funerals. I've dressed two deceased people. So 
it's all sorts of uh, things that people want to get dressed, you know, want to be styled for. So I would say make sure you are um, just 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 make sure you're as well-rounded as possible and knowledgeable of, of just all things style and, and fashion and body types and heights and colors and stuff, as well as the trends. Because we can all watch pop culture and see, yeah. okay, that's hot because everybody be wearing the same thing, you know, for the most part. So, but I would say make sure, you know, even if your personal style is one thing, challenge yourself to, like for me, um, challenge yourself to do other things. Let me complete my thought. Like for me, um, vintage. I'm not very vintagey, so I make myself sometimes go to Goodwill and just create looks. Make myself go to these uh, vintage stores and just create looks because that's not what I just wake up and want to do. I appreciate it. I love it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, you know, some people like to dress a certain era, like they like to dress 50. So sometimes I'm like, let me let me hit on that a little bit. When I look at my page, I don't want to see too much of the same thing. So let people use social media. Uh, for your good and let people see a lot of uh, diversity on your page so, and in your in your pictures. Let me interject real quick. I think I, I don't want people to overlook these gems you dropping because you giving a master class right now. Um, <laughs> if you're listening and you're looking to go into these these paths that we're discussing, I think that is a great exercise. You can go to your local thrift store and pick pieces that won't cost you a lot and you can get a lot of diversity and test yourself like go mm-hmm. in and see like what can i come out here with that will piece together that will look good i'm sure you have a friend or a cousin somebody in your family that you can say hey i'm pulling some pieces do you mind if i mm-hmm. if i just take and pull some things and uh, you know, maybe cultivate some look and just take a couple pictures, and and like mm-hmm. that is like going to like styling school for the low. Like that's right. great. I I've never thought about or that. It's building your it's building your book. It's building your you know is is building your book and your body of work. Now what is what is hired? What is building your book your mean? Say, explain your, that your body of work. Your body, your body of work. So yeah. something that people so, can um, see. Just your work and say, how I style this. Yeah, I would say you can you can create scenarios. OK, this week, who is it this week? I'm doing Miss, you know, Lisa Jackson. She's a 38 year old nurse and she has two kids and she wants to be fashionable again. You know, this week I'm doing 12 year old Monica. And what is she doing? She has a, you know, Disney interview. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 77 year old man who is retiring from blah, blah, blah. So just, you know, you have these, create these scenarios and, and I would even, I would even go further. Like you can go in a store in a dressing room and dress somebody from a store and take clothes off after, you know, you know, I wouldn't say be trifling and actually wear them out or whatever, yeah. but you know, do a little something to your hair, your makeup, make sure you look like something, try on clothes because a lot of times people are putting pieces together and they're, uh, they're putting these uh, collages together, which are beautiful, but it's, it's better when people see them on a body. It's better when you create an actual scenario, create three looks like if this Miss Lisa Johnson or Jackson, whatever I said, this 38 the mom, <laughs> you know, create three looks for her. You know what I'm saying? And if you can't go and buy it, you know, just kind of take pictures in it at a store. You know what I'm saying? Don't damage people's stuff, you know, have integrity, have, you know, but don't damage people's stuff and use it up, but take a couple of pictures, snap real quick, put your looks together really nicely, take those pictures and take it off. You know what I mean? And yeah. you, you know, do what you 
what you have to make sure you buy something out of that store. Yeah. You don't be trifling. And, um, you know, do what you have to do in order to to build your body of work and post that and then tag people that you think would do well. A lot of times the local celebrities are, you know, the, the barbers and they're the, the pastor's wives and pastors and stuff. Those people, um, some of the people that work in politics, those are local celebrities. And so if those are the people with the most eyes, if, if 500 people or 1,000 people are looking at them every week, then you go say, hey, Mr. or Ms. So-and-so, can I style you? You know, and you get your you get your work out like that. You wow. know, and um, and when you ask someone to style them, you don't charge them because you're building your book and you don't you're not a stylist without without any workout. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, make sure you're working a job where you can pay your bills so that you're not uh, you don't feel cheated when someone doesn't pay you because it's like they didn't they didn't need you. You needed them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you needed a, a test dummy, if you will. You needed a subject, if you will. So you, um, you know, you make sure you want to, you know, uh, use wisdom in that area. And I try to charge them and even tell them, hey, I want to dress you for the next two Sundays. All I need is the budget to buy the clothes. Make sure you handle people's money wisely. Yeah. Um, you know, all I need is budget to handle to buy the clothes. And then I'll come, you know, and then and then. After that, I'll do something great. Call me for your special occasions. But even when they post it on social media and tag their people and they got 3,000 followers, that's 3,000 people that didn't even know you. Right. And nine times out of 10, the 3,000 followers that they tagging are people locally because they're local, you know, mm-hmm. celebrities. Celebrities. Which really, really good for you. Yeah. So, you know, that tag costs. So, so I certainly tag folks. So the thing I mean, that you're, you're yeah, the stuff you're saying now. I know somebody's going to say, but, but goo, how does that get me to celebrity status? But what you're saying is actually things that allow you to take care of your, your monthly expenses that will build you a foundation where you will yeah, be Yeah, I mean, I don't working. even know if you can't, you can't charge. Like, I'm just being honest. Like, you can't go to somebody and say, can I dress you? And then say, oh, by the way, that's $350. They didn't ask you to dress them. <laughs> You're asking them. So this is not going to be a way of making money at first. Yeah. You have to get your name out there. A lot of times people don't want to just see a picture of you. I have a boutique that I partner with, IMRE. We're pretty much have the same figure and everything. And so, um, you know, she pays me to take pictures because people and she knows I'm going to take a polished picture. She knows in my audience, you know, you know, when they see me in it, they'll want it. And but she, but she trusts the way I style it. She trusts all that. And she understands that people want to see a different face. So if you look cute every day in your little, you know, clothes that you wear for your college, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you right. got to throw some people in there. Because a lot of times when people are dressing for their colleagues, especially a, a lot of younger ones, they ain't never paying you. Now, Miss Florence or somebody will pay you every now and then, but ain't no 22-year-old going to pay you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they ain't got it. You know, so remember, you got to think beyond 22 and think beyond where you are um, and know how to dress these ladies that, you know, study somebody. Watch yeah. somebody and be like, oh, okay, she like these looks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like study them. But and, again, in the beginning, this ain't going to be no money making thing. Cause you, you know, you, you're trying to prove yourself right now. And I, 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 I love the fact that I've been able to witness you in so many different capacities because mm-hmm. I've seen you, um, with televised events. I've seen mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, just being, um, my, you know, family, and mm-hmm. hooking family up and, you know, mm-hmm. friends. Uh, but I didn't realize how hard you work as a stylist, mm-hmm. as a designer. Yeah. I've seen yeah. you make, take tape 
and do wonders <laughs> and mm-hmm. you stitching up stuff and changing. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, well, goo, I know when we did the fitting, I was, I was three pounds lighter or whatever, but Lord, you know, <laughs> so, they just get there and they don't like it anymore. Yeah. You know? Um, but I, I, I say that to ask this question. How, how important is the sewing skills, the basic sewing skills, the basic knowledge of how you can uh, adjust clothing on the fly? How important is that side of learning uh, as well as, you know, going out and cultivating looks and things of that nature? Well, I mean, well, knowledge is power. And so make yourself knowledgeable of all these things. Now, I can sew a button on a jacket. But I can't sew. Yeah. Um, but I always say every time I have an event, I have a, I have a hired seamstress. So you have to choose, you know. And when you're when you're coming up, you gotta, you know, you might want to learn how to sew because I have to pay my seamstress. When my seamstress comes to Las Vegas and does Goose Glam Suite, I yeah. pay her handsomely. Like I pay her a day rate for you know for five days. I cover her hotel and her travel and her meals. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you have to pay these people. And so of course I've worked to get to that place. But if I knew how to sew, you know, I wouldn't have to worry about that. But you know, also when you're expanding and you have a lot of clients, I don't have the time to sew. So um but I, I would say the more you know the better. Like don't say, oh I'm not gonna learn that if you have an opportunity to learn that. Then I would say learn it. Learn all you can. You know, I don't I don't have a degree, but I don't hire anybody that does it. Everybody that works for me has a degree in, yeah. in fashion. So, um, you know, I, you, you know, I ain't trying to be biased. Like <laughs> if I find a raw talent, I have a young lady now that's been interning with me for a little bit. And um, uh, she she's pursuing fashion. I don't I don't think that she has a degree, but she's very sharp. She's very crisp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know what I mean? But it's it's like, you know, it everybody doesn't have that natural school ain't for everybody hustle yeah yeah it's not because i didn't go yeah but everybody also doesn't have that natural hustle where they Mm -hmm. get it done like i have some people need that education and they know how to they know how to function in that capacity well and so because i'm to me more rare than the college students i would um, recommend that people go the college route yeah. because I'm a hustler. Yeah. Not ever, ever, ever going to outwork me. I'm going to watch, I'm going to learn, and I'm going to get it done. And a lot of people can't do that. I think very quickly. Yeah. I learn quickly. I'm, some of my best work was like last minute stuff. And some people, most people freeze up. So because there's not a lot of people that think like me, I would say, make sure you go to college and you learn this stuff because they can never take that knowledge from you and then when you get in the pickle you've learned this you studied this stuff so it comes naturally i didn't necessarily go that way but i trust people yeah. that went that way you know what i'm saying so uh when i see a me i know yeah. i know it but it's 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 been very it, i haven't I, I haven't had a me in in fashion yet they don't and, come and, and often that's, and that's yeah, but that's no slight because they're very talented and they know more more than me. Because if you if you don't know more than me in some area, then I don't need you. Yeah. you otherwise, I'm just mentoring you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you got to add to you got to add to my you know <laughs> what what it is I do. So you know if I'm not organizing, you be organized. If I don't know color schemes, then you know color schemes. If I yeah. can't sew, then you sew. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I don't need you to come in style. I got that my eyes closed. So yeah. um, I I master those sort of things like when i come in and i'm styling somebody i want to style them they trust me as a stylist i'll be like but what 
what can they get from me that they wouldn't get from every other stylist? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing when you're working with me. Um, you know, she didn't go to school. Boom. I'm going to have all these facts for her. I'm going to know every, the name of every trend and the name of every fabric and the name of, you know, know how fabrics uh, Be ready. work. Like a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times when I'm designing and I choose fabric for getting clothes made and stuff like that, I don't necessarily, you know, sometimes, well, now I get it, but you know, coming up, it's like, I, I would know that even though this looks like it'll be well, it's not going to perform like the what I'm thinking it's going to perform as because this fabric doesn't lay that way. Yeah, it doesn't translate that way when it's sewn into that shape and sort of thing. But people who went to school, they know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when they come in and say, "Hey, Goo, I see what you're going for. This isn't going to be flowy because that fabric doesn't." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that whole sort of thing. Those people, they can help me with that. So and and I think I would say get all you can. And I want to. I'm glad you you just described all of that the way you did because I want to transition into you as the entrepreneur and Mm -hmm. you were talking as a entrepreneur, a person who is running a business and Mm -hmm. who has the, the knowledge of saying, I know what I need to make my business Mm -hmm. at its Mm -hmm. best. And this is what I'm looking for. Don't, you know, I don't need you to, to come be another me. I need you yeah. to come be something that I can and use as a resource. See, a boss, that's how and that's how bosses think. Yeah. What 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 can I come and give them where they got to have me here? Mm. You get what I'm saying? I like do. you know, how can I add? Not not in a kiss butt way, but you better make yourself necessary because it's a whole lot of talented people out there. And, you know what I mean? And a lot of people that come to want to work with me, they want to do what I do, but it's not gonna happen trying to do what I do because I'm already doing it. You're already doing it. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people say that, and I'm glad you said that because I was having a conversation recently about a lot of this, the people today, they are comfortable wanting to, they, they come in asking to be mentored. You pour into them, but then they just want to ride the bus with you. You don't yes. want to become an asset. You just want to mm-hmm. be around, you yep. know, to to experience things. And they want to see me and you talking and jump in the conversation. Yeah, because even with you know pr- my production company, you know, I've had many people that come along. They have talent. They're promising, but it's like you only just want to do enough for me to have you around. And as yeah. a boss, I'm pouring into you for you to be able to take some of this stuff off my plate. Not for me to babysit you. <laughs> See where I'm struggling. I mean, even if it's something simple, like making sure my car is filled up with yep. gas. That has nothing to do with styling, but you are my assistant. So assist. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if that's the case, again, you ain't got to do it. But just know yeah. a whole lot of other people that could assist. But everybody in the line saying, let me make sure a good car is filled with gas before she goes out for the day. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like stuff like that, you know. So uh, just being a help and of assistance in every way you can so that you are missed when you're gone. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of times people say, man, they can't believe I'm from Mississippi. And mm-hmm. they're like, how you get here from Mississippi? But mm-hmm. they don't understand that. I tell people, you have to do the stuff nobody wants to do. So... I don't care if you were there. I was the person carrying the bags where these bags need to be. Um, I noticed Mm -hmm. you're having a conversation with someone and I heard you earlier say that these tables need to be dressed, set. 
These mm-hmm. things need to be done. So I'm figuring out what else can I be doing that you don't have to worry about it. So when you come back, yeah. you like people would always say, you took care of that. And then yeah. they were like, what's your name again? Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, you did something that needed to be done and I didn't have to ask you to do it. That's, yes. that's bottom line is that. And then, you know, cause like back then I didn't have the education. I got to mm-hmm. the point where my hustle got me into a uh, position Same. of where people were, they knew who I was, but then mm-hmm. they would say, okay, Lo, I really would have liked to get you this job or this opportunity, but you not, you're not prepared or ready. Uh, here's what I advise. Go back, go to school. When you finish, you contact me because I already know you're going to do the work, but now I know you prepared. And when I did the two of those things, and that's why I love that you're giving that advice because I, I had the hustle. Nobody ever gave me anything. And I think that's a lot why it's hard for anybody to work for me because I'm like, you want me to give you my sweat equity. Mm-hmm. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Like, hitting a road. I, ain't no glorious six stars mm-hmm. and stuff and all that all that road work. Like, man, it was, it was you know, you had uh-huh. to give it up. It was some hotels. Like, I'm like, Lord, don't let these roaches, don't let no roaches be in here. But that's all the budget <laughs> had left. And they right, would tell me, right, right. now, you can come and get this experience, but this all the budget we got left. You're going to be at the whole, the Motel 6, but we'll feed Woo. you. <laughs> and Lord. my pride had this, you know, you had to take your pride down and say, hey, how bad do I really want it? And it was 12-hour days, and then ain't no when we go into the room and chill and hanging out and talking at Waffle House. No, it was mm. like, we came here to do a job. You said you wanted this. You work until it's done. <laughs> till it's done. And I seen, and that's what I love about you because uh, a lot of times people, when you in work mode, like man, you it ain't no games. You be locked yeah. in. I don't yeah. care. If they, I don't care what they doing, and especially yeah. at your glam suite. To that last customer is is fitted, sized, and out the door. You not going I don't give nowhere. Nothing else my attention. It's so funny because my team. You know, they know that I don't play that, you yeah. know, and they don't try with me. They respect, you know, whatever. We all good. So if there's like somebody could be a fool, they'd be like, Google is going to kill him. Google going to kill her, whatever. <laughs> they just know it's not going to go well for yeah. Sally. It's going to go down. When I don't pay attention to Sally, they'd be like, cool, you let that slide? I was like, nothing. Yeah. Nothing comes in the way of me getting what I need done. I'm not having an argument. I'm not giving a kiss. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm nothing is going to come in the way or, or interrupt me from getting done what I need done. I can be mad, sad, happy, pissed, scared, whatever, after my work is done. When I'm getting my work is done, I'm none of that because I just I just do not give my attention that stuff. And I'll work and I'll use that whatever energy, anger, angry energy, happy, whatever it is, it's going to go, all of it is going to go towards completing what I came there to do. And then after that's said and done, then we kiki, then I can tell you off and yeah. say, oh yeah, by the way, I'm never having you again because you acted <laughs> a fool and blah, blah, blah. But I'm not telling you, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, you, you've been gone for three hours while being here? Okay. You know, I just, yeah. okay. Because, okay. and, and I think that, you know, a lot of times people don't understand that making every 
uh, client you have feel special because mm-hmm. that's all you have ever I've ever seen you do is tell anybody that works with you treat all of your people anybody that's associated with your brand treat mm-hmm. them with the utmost respect I don't care I've seen you say I don't care if they're buying a purse I don't care if they just mm-hmm. buying shoes if they buy it all nobody's any different you're yeah. gonna get attention I'm gonna talk to you I'm gonna treat you like you're anybody else and mm-hmm. I love that because, like I said, uh, you may not realize, I, I study people that I'm around, and I study things that succeed and work, and you, yeah. you've you been an influence of mine for years now because mm-hmm. you, you don't play games, you call it mm-hmm. straight, and I think a lot of people, that's a rarity in today's time because a mm-hmm. lot of everybody's trying to satisfy everybody to yeah. get... Yeah a little more ahead, but really you may not, you be like, you know what? Don't come on my page with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't care who you are. You could be verified. You could be whoever, Mm -hmm. you know, act accordingly or your favorite Mm -hmm. word. I will block you. You know what I'm saying? We, (laughs) it will go there, but you transition in so into so many different roles and I mean, I watch you go into TV. I watch you become a personality, um, all mm-hmm. the things. And, you know, uh, a lot of people, if I started giving Goo's resume, we would be here literally forever and a day. Um, if, and I encourage you to go look her up because she is an open book. And I want you to know that, you know, people that I bring on the podcast, I'm bringing you quality folks. I'm not bringing you no mm-hmm. janky stuff. These are people that I have, like I just said, I have looked up to. I have mir- mirrored my business and my life and has been influenced from these people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you you talked about being, you, you know, the thing about being an innovator is that you never satisfy with one thing. And I mm-hmm. love the fact that you're starting this Zoom dating platform. So how did you even come up? Like, what made you even want to do that? Um, I've always been a bit of a connector. Um, I connect people in business and people that I think could do well together and uh, different things like that. And then um, when it comes to hooking people up, like people trust me because they know that I'm serious, I'm fair, you know, um, you know, and, and I've been kind of, playing that role (laughs) kind of a little bit being a little matchmaker here and there and um and I you know just decided that hey let's try it I was going to have an event around the stellar award time I had a a private uh mansion and we were going to have just about 30 people small intimate I like to decorate and stuff Mm -hmm. so I was like oh I'm gonna camp this space out I'm gonna just you know (laughs) so I um so I had all that planned, but then when the Stellars got postponed and that got, you know, everything got thrown back and thrown off. And so, um, but yeah, I, I was planning it for then. That was going to be uh, the, pre, you know, this, the, the, the premiere of it, but I wasn't promoting it outwardly because it wasn't going to be able to be a whole lot of people. And I didn't want people saying, can I come? So it was kind of invitation only. Yeah. And then, um, and then, you know, when that didn't happen, then I want somebody from my team, uh, you know, towards the like at the beginning of April was like, Hey, you know, we could, we could still do this. And I was like, how, you know? And then they were saying, I think TI is doing something like it. And other people, as I was saying, it's people that's doing it. It's a, she showed about a couple of other people and theirs was a little different than ours. And, you know, I think that my audience trusts me just like their audience yeah. trusts them. And so, you know, that's how 
that's how it came about and it went really well. Well, that's awesome. So what are your next phase of plans um, according to it? Because I know people watching this are going to say, man, I could really use some help finding somebody. Yeah, uh, if you're interested, you know, email us at info at goosebeeddating.com. And, um, you know, we'll send you out information on when the next one is coming up or, you know, and that sort of thing. We're looking to do it probably in June, uh, like second week in June or so. We'll have a, you know, that's when our next set of daters are going to, but we like try to give it about two weeks. Um, when I've, I have found when we're doing stuff on social media, um, you don't want to plan too far out because they'll forget, you right. know, so we try to narrow it down to those two weeks. And, and so I believe by the second week in June, we'll be doing another round of it. So, um, you know, and we, we comb through the people, we have conversations, we, uh, you know, have, you know, one-on-one conversations, we read the emails, look at their videos and we see what they're asking for. And, you know, and we think, oh, this person will work good with that one. And a lot of times they'll go just the way we thought they would. And then sometimes they'll go a whole nother way. And I'm like, <laughs> I just knew that Jerry was going to like Sally. Yeah. And then Sally ended up with Joe. And, it, you know, but it's all so fun. And, you know, and then you're like, you know, sometimes when you're pairing people and stuff, you just get a little nervous. Like, oh, my God. You know, I don't know. It's just my team and I, we really had a, it was almost like a, you know, our own party, just putting it together and. Uh, pairing up people we were all just so committed so i mean just huge shout out to my team like they made it they made it so fun i just want to say their names um jasmine edwards kia johnson marquis jokes and Benj- uh, wade benjamin they're just the funnest people to work with honestly yeah. you know everybody has their own roles but whoever was in front of me would help me with whatever i needed <laughs> at the time and we would all think for each other and help each other and, and it was just great teamwork but honestly that that just it was just it brought me joy it brought me joy it wasn't even a money-making thing or you know whatever it it brought me joy now let me ask you this because i'm sure everybody's wondering so the first successful wedding are you going to style the bride i don't style brides if they want my advice i'll give it to them i I will i don't style brides um believe it or not if you think about it women um have been um thinking of marriage for a lot. And I've, it's so funny last year, um, just out of the blue, I woke up and it was during my devotion time. So when things come to me at my prayer and devotion time, I'm always sensitive to that. I don't take that lightly. My entire, well, not my entire wedding, but about 80% of my wedding came to me like this and the dresses and the cake and this and the plates and the rooms. And and I'm like, okay, Okay. Okay. And I'm just like writing it down and I'm just getting just all this information. And, um, but, but with the exception of that happening, I've never been a person that is obsessed over my wedding and it's going to be like this, but so many women have that moment picked out and mapped out. And so by the time it comes to me, I don't know all those things in your head and I'm competing with, you know, that and, you know, a lot of people aren't aware of what budgets are and a lot of people, you know, it's just a lot, it would cost a lot of money because I count my hours, you know, <laughs> and, you know, a lot of fittings and a lot of that, you know, I could give advice and I consult. would present that to consult. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want to style anyone's yeah. wedding because you're, and you're competing with insecurities and then what they mama said, and then this person got to <laughs> like it. And I'm like, see, I didn't, I don't need all y'all. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. So that's what, um, I don't, I don't do weddings cause they're too, yeah, nah, man, that's, that's, 
I swear, man, like even in your answers, there's so many gems involved. Thank I hope you. I hope at some point in the near future you you'll do a master class uh because you know the world needs more of what you have learned in your experiences. Uh Thank you. I always try to talk to anytime I'm I'm interviewing anybody or, you know, doing an interview, I always try to ask questions about things that I would wanna know from a standpoint of a student perspective Mm -hmm. and man, listen, I, I, I just feel like I've learned a ton today. Like you've given some serious nuggets and, uh, I'm going to actually try to take up that, that, that thrift store, uh, exercise, see what I can do. Yeah, Yeah, man. Cause I think it's cool, man. And you know, um, I still think, you know, uh, you should consider, doing some more tips for a lot of us men who are in different avenues of life. Like I go within corporate, uh, you know, to business casual to, you know, evening after hours, evening where we may be socializing as colleagues Mm -hmm. and, you know, being able to have looks that can go throughout the day. Um, man, you know, we would love some more input from you know because i know you know they say women dress men the best anyway so <laughs> um, you said what you know they say women are they dress men the best anyway they know what men yeah i, I have to agree yeah <laughs> so consider consider you know uh putting that on your list somewhere maybe you know some of your interns you can put them on some of that for us out there we will see and uh is there anything else you uh you want people to know before you tell them where um, they can find you at online? Yeah, you can find me all on all social media outlets. I'm the Google with two E's and two O's. The Google everywhere. Everywhere. Listen, it's been such an honor to have you on the podcast today. I appreciate Thank your you. time. I know how busy you are. And this is just uh this just means the world to me. And uh Of course. It, yeah, man. And if you're listening out there, I just want to take a second and shout out my Patreon, uh the Loyals, man. I appreciate y'all. Uh you guys know that we cannot do this without you. And just having your support, knowing that you guys are rocking with your boy means a ton. If you would like to become a Patreon man, you can go to patreon.com, look up your boy Aloysius Ballard. Uh, All that detail will be uh, on there, man. If not, you can just go to my website, AloysiusBallard.com. And you can hear and check out all the podcasts at lowpodcast.com. Until next time, it's your boy Low Man. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening. There are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, and you've chosen to listen to mine. You can connect with me everywhere through my website, AloysiusBallard.com, or by searching Aloysius Ballard on all platforms. I would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast or simply share it with a friend. Remember, your world awaits even though I love sharing this time in mind. See you in the next conversation.